This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities, and where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. They freed us all from tyranny. We stand everything for liberty. And they fought so we would be America, land of the Welcome back to the Growing Patriot Podcast, American History for Kids. I'm your host, Amelia Hamilton. Last time we talked about the Articles of Confederation and how our new America had sort of outgrown them, so it was time for a constitution. This week, we're going to talk about what that means. This week, we are joined by Dr. Troy Kickler. He is historian in North Carolina, managing director of the North Carolina History Project, and a staff historian with the John Locke Foundation. And John Locke was a philosopher that our founding fathers really cared a lot about, and he he inspired a lot of what our founders did. So when it comes to the Constitution, Troy definitely knows what he's talking about. Here we go. What is a Constitution anyway? You can think of it this way. A constitution is sort of like a rule rule book. Uh, um, if you play sports, every game, uh, every sport has a, a rule rule book. You know, softball has a rule book. Soccer has a rule book. Football has a rule, rule book. And that are the laws of, of the game, so to speak. And if there's ever a dispute, like in a soccer match, for instance, uh, the rule book is is con- con- consulted. Well, there are umpires and re- referees that judges, if you will, that re- regulate behavior. But uh, it's more like a rule a rule book. And if people don't like one one of the rules, it can be amended. Uh, there can be rule changes. Typically in sports, it's at the end of the season. The committees meet and they change uh, the rules. It just can't happen. In, in the middle of the game. And think about if uh, a sport did not have a rule, a rule book, mm-hmm. what would ensue? Chaos would probably ensue. So think of the Constitution as the rule book for the game of American politics. Okay. And so, uh, it's consulted, it, it provides or, order mm-hmm. in the game. So it tells us what to expect, it sounds like. Yes, yes, and when there are disputes, it can be mm-hmm. it can be consulted, and sometimes the uh, umpires, the referees, we would call them judges in this sense, uh, they they make a ruling, they make a decision, they make a call mm-hmm. during 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 the game. So the Constitution, one the U.S. Constitution, one American political scientist defined it this way, and these are a, a, a big phrase here, but the system of governing principles for governing a state or a country. And uh, that is, we have a written constitution. And also just keep in mind, um, a lot of organizations, some churches even, have constitutions. Hmm. So it's not just a governing 
principle, but no matter if it's at an organization, a business, or a government, the constitutions mm -hmm. provide order and prevent chaos. Okay, so when our when our founders met, you know, we talked a little bit um, in a previous episode about the Articles of Confederation, and they met up in Philadelphia again in 1787 to talk about fixing some of the problems with those and ended up creating a constitution instead. Um, so why why did we need one at that time? Well, the argument went that uh, they wanted the U.S. Constitution because they wanted to give, as the founders called it, more energy. Mm. Uh, that's the phrase they use, more energy to the government. What that means is you make the national government stronger. It has more authority in certain areas than it did during the Articles of Confederation. So in some, they, they wanted to give uh, the national government more authority, more power, more energy, as they said it, because they thought it would uh, provide for better self-defense if that was ever need needed in a time of war. And they thought it would unify the states and create a, a better, stronger American economy. All right. So we know why we needed one in 1787, but why why do we still care about the Constitution today? Is that just something that happened a couple hundred years ago, or is it something that, that is still part of our life now? No, it is still part of our life now. Unfortunately, some people ignore it, but uh, it's a part of our life now, and it's important because it can, remember that analogy I use, it's the rule book. It can prevent arbitrary and abusive rule of of men, people making the law, the rules as they go along. It, it's, it limits the power of government. It, uh, uh, um, yeah, again, it provides order. People can't do what they want, want to do, you know, without the, they, it provides some structure for, for society. So it is still important today and it is still um, used and as I said previously, though sometimes it it is ignored, but mm -hmm. it is it is still in existence and it is still used. Yeah, and you talked about um, you know, and in, in the example of a sports rule book, that you can you can change those rules sometimes if they're not working right. You know, you you said in the off season, um, but you used the word amend, and can you tell us a little bit what it means to amend and how that how that um, you know applies to the Constitution? amend that made a, um, the founders uh, realize that they weren't creating a perfect dot document mm -hmm. and times may change so so to speak so they put a provision in there where the constitution can be amended that means it can be changed mm -hmm. uh, and what happens is um, I think there are 26 I may be wrong this I think there are 26 mm -hmm. amendments uh, to the Constitution, but they can, um, it can be changed in some way. So to amend means it, it can be changed. It, stuff can be added to it. Yeah. Or, yeah. And like you said, some of it, um, is, is, um, changing, you know, as, as things change, like, um, you know, giving women the right to vote or, you know, increasing, some of the, the recognition of things that, that weren't necessarily recognized at the time. But in all those years, you know, 26-ish <laughs> amendments, 
it still sounds like it was a, a pretty good document. So where where did they get the ideas of government that they put in there? Was that, um, you know, I know we had we had left England, but were they still inspired by by what they had left behind? Uh, yeah, well, there the inspirations, I'll use plural, the inspirations for the U.S. Constitution. Well, let's say th this is a big, big word, but uh, you will hear people say about the antecedents to the Constitution. Antecedents, what came before? What did the founders look back to to inform their thought when they were writing the Constitution? There are a few things. One, they look back to classical history. They look back to ancient Greece mm -hmm. and ancient Rome uh, to get some ideas. Ancient Rome had a Senate. We've been talking about the Senate. Uh, uh, U.S. has a Senate. Where did they get that idea? They studied ancient Rome. Uh, for instance, a lot of uh, the founders would write letters or newspaper columns during the, the ratification, the, the drafting and ratification of the Constitution. And they would use uh, Roman pen, pen names, pseudonyms mm -hmm. like Cicero, mm -hmm. Marcus, uh, Publicola. They would use they would use Roman. Pen, pen, pen names. So obviously they were aware of that classical history. And then what inspired the Constitution, you had English common law. Um, and so there were decisions uh, that were made during the Middle Ages and onward, and it gave Englishmen uh, rights, if, if you will. So uh, the founders were aware of English political history and common law. And then another inspiration or what informed the Constitution is that the founders remembered what had happened in the previous two decades uh, with Eng Eng England and they thought their uh, English rights were being ignored, were being violated, being encroached upon. And so that uh, motivated them to write a U.S. Constitution to prevent some of those abuses, if you will, from happening again. But then history, going back to classical Greece, Rome, English judicial political system, that uh, informed the founders and their writing to prevent some of these things that happened in 1760s and early 1770s from happening again. Yeah. So it sounds like they, they looked through history you know, things that had happened recently and things that had happened in ancient ancient Greece and Rome um, and kind of picked picked the good parts and fixed what they could of the stuff that didn't work. That, that, that's right. Most of them were sharp fellows, well-read. Uh, and, and so, I mean, think, think about it. You have constitution written in 1787. They're going back to ancient Greece. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're this is like 2,500 years of history that's informing what they're doing in 1787. Yeah. Yeah. And also just looking at the things that didn't work in their lifetime. So it's, they, they were drawing from a, from a long period of time. Yes. Yes. Now to, to be clear, you, we talked earlier about, uh, there were the articles of confederation. Mm -hmm. Then you have the U S constitution in some way. Well, if you think about it, the Articles of Confederation was the first 
constitution that the United States had, but then they, a lot of them saw some defects or problems with it. And so you have uh, the U.S. Constitution. But in 1787, not everybody um, wanted the U.S. Constitution. There were some who wanted to remain under the Articles of Confederation. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they feared giving the national government more energy. Mm -hmm. They feared what what might might happen. Mm -hmm. And then at the convention, there were some founders um, like George Mason who uh, wrote objections to the Constitution. What was his big concern? Just sum it up. He had 11, but what was the main one? It did not have a Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. What is now the first 10 amendments mm -hmm. uh, including things like free freedom of speech freedom of religion uh those those he, he wanted that to be included and and it eventually was okay and there was there a name for those different groups that wanted to stand under the articles of confederation or or were looking to the constitution um no no during the okay. when the constitution started to be drafted People split into different groups, and they were called the Federalist and the Anti-Federalist. The Federalist promoted and wanted the the, the new U.S. Constitution. The Anti-Federalist, you had subsets. Some didn't want the U.S. Constitution, and others said it's okay, but it has to have certain things in it, like a Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. So they were called again the Federalist and the Anti-Federalist. Yeah, and I think it's important, you know, to note that through, you know, through from the Declaration of Independence and the Articles of Confederation and this, you know, not everybody agreed on everything, and they had to, um, they had to give a little bit, and everybody had to come up with with something they could live with. So definitely a lot of compromise in our early history. Yes, yes, and uh, I forget who said this, but like a good. A good comp compromise is when both parties feel like they've given up something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, that was a great overview of what the Constitution is and what it does. What What do you think is the most important thing for the kids to remember about our Constitution? It was the first written national con 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 Constitution. And um, the U.S. Constitution was created to provide order and to prevent chaos. And the U.S. Constitution, if remembered, can protect people's liberty. I think those are important things to, to remember. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Growing Patriot podcast. As always, you can find information and resources about this episode and every episode at growingpatriots.com. You can also find the books there or on Amazon. And we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Growing Patriots. Can't wait till next time. They freed us all from tyranny. Everything for liberty And they thought so we would be America
distributed by FCB Radio Network.